Chapter Three of Diggers in the Earth by Eva March Tappan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by April six zero nine zero, California, United States of America. Houses of Sand. If you wanted to build a house, of what should you build it? In a new country, people generally use wood, but after a time, wood grows expensive. Moreover, wood catches fire easily. Therefore, as a country becomes more thickly settled and people live close together in cities, stone and brick are used. Large cities do not allow the building of wooden houses within a certain distance from the center, and sometimes even the use of wooden shingles is forbidden. Of late years, large numbers of concrete or cement houses have been built. Our grandfathers would have opened their eyes wide at the suggestion of a house built of sand, and would have felt anxious at every rainfall lest their homes should suddenly melt away. Even after thousands of concrete buildings were in use, many people still feared that they would not stand the cold winters and hot summers of the United States. But it has been proved that concrete is a success provided it is properly made. No one can succeed in any work unless he understands how it should be done. Concrete is made of Portland cement, mixed with sand and water, and either broken stone, gravel, cinders, or slag. But if anyone thinks that he can mix these together without knowing how and produce good concrete, he will make a bad mistake rather than a good building material. First, he must buy Portland cement of the best quality. This cement is made of limestone and clay, of marl, chalk, and slag. These are crushed and ground and put into a kiln, which is heated up to 2,500 degrees, or 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That is, from 12 to 14 times as hot as boiling water. The stone fuses sufficiently to form a sort of clinker. After this has cooled, it is ground so fine that the greater part of it will pass through a sieve, heaving 40,000 meshes to the square inch. To every hundred pounds of this powder, about three bags of gypsum is added. This mixture is then put into the bags in which we see it for sale in the stores. This powder is so greedy for water that it will absorb the moisture from the air around it. Even in the bags, it begins to harden as soon as it gets some moisture and as soon as it hardens, it is of no use. The moral of that is to keep your cement in a dry place. The second substance needed in concrete is broken stone or gravel. Of course, a hard rock must be selected, such as granite or trap rock. Limestone calcines in a heat exceeding 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit, and therefore it cannot be used in fireproof construction. Soft rock like slate or shale or soft sandstone will not answer because it is not strong enough. Gravel is always hard. If you look at a cut in a gravel bank, you will usually see strata of sand and then strata of rounded pebbles of different sizes. The sand was once an ancient sea beach. The pebbles were dashed up on it by waves or storms or some change of currents. They were at first only broken bits of rock, but after being rolled about for a few thousand years in the ocean, and on the shore, the corners were all rounded. Soft rock would have been ground to powder by such treatment. 
sometimes if there is to be no great strain on the concrete cinders or pieces of brick may be used instead of stone and for some purposes they answer very well the third substance used in concrete is sand but it must be the right kind of sand having both fine and coarse grains these grains need to be sharp or the cement will not stick to them well they must also be clean that is free from dirt if you rub sand between your hands and it soils them then there is clay or loam within it and it must not be used in making concrete unless it is thoroughly washed another way of testing it is to put it into a glass jar partly full of water and shake it then let it settle if there is soil in the sand it will appear as a stratum of mud on top of the sand the water with which these three substances are to be mixed must be clean and must contain no acid and no strong alkali as a general rule there must be twice as much broken stone as sand when people first make concrete they often expect too much of their materials a good rule for the strongest sort of cement strong enough for floors on which heavy machines are to stand is one-fourth of a barrel of cement half a barrel of sand and one barrel of gravel or broken stone apparently this would make one and three-fourths barrels but in reality it makes only about one barrel because the sand fills in the spaces between the gravel and the cement fills in the spaces between the grains of sand there are many sorts of machines on the market for mixing the materials but small quantities can just as well be mixed by hand the mixing bowl is a platform and on this the sand is laid then comes the cement and these two must be shoveled together several times while this is being done the broken stone or gravel must be wet and now it is put on top of the sand and cement and well shoveled together with just enough water added so that the mass will almost bear the weight of a man concrete is impatient to be hardening and if it is not put into the right place it will begin promptly to harden in the wrong place and nothing can be done with it afterwards if it is to be made in blocks the moulds must be ready and the concrete put into them at once and well tamped down for such uses as beams and the sides of tanks where great strength is needed the cement is often reinforced that is rods of iron or steel are embedded in it for floors a sheet of woven wire is often stretched out and embedded at first only solid blocks made to imitate rough stone were used for houses but the hollow blocks soon took their place this is cheaper houses built this way are warmer in winter and cooler in summer and it prevents moisture from working through the walls many cities have regulations about the use of hollow blocks all the more strict because concrete is comparatively new as a building material in philadelphia the blocks must be composed of at least one barrel of portland cement to five barrels of crushed rock or gravel they must be three weeks old or more before being used the lentils and sills of the doors must be reinforced and every block must be marked so that if the building should not prove to be of proper strength the maker may be known there would seem however to be little question of the quality of the blocks for samples must pass the tests of the bureau of building inspection 
even better than the hollow block is the method of making the four walls of a house at once by building double walls of boards and pouring in the concrete when this has hardened the boards are removed and whatever sort of finish the owner prefers is given to the walls they can be treated by spatter work pebble dash or in other ways before the cement is fully set or by bush hammering and tool work after the cement has hardened coloring matter may be mixed with the cement in the first place and if the owner decides to change the color after the house is completed he can paint it with a thin cement of coloring matter mixed with plaster of paris a concrete house has several advantages in the first place it will not burn neither will granite but granite will fall to pieces in a hot fire granite is made of quartz mica and feldspar as has been said before these three do not expand alike in heat and therefore great flakes of the stone split off so that it really seems to melt away a well-made concrete is not affected by fire it will not burn and it will not carry heat to make other things burn for a concrete house no paint is needed and less fuel will be required to keep it warm if the floors are made with even a very little slant house cleaning consists of removing the furniture and turning on the hose water tank sink wash tubs and bath tubs can be cast in concrete and given a smooth finish wooden floors can be laid over the concrete or a border of wood can be put around each room for tacking down carpets or rugs a concrete house may be as ornamental as the owner chooses for columns and cornices and mouldings can easily be made of concrete and if they are cast in sand as iron is they will have a finish like sandstone it is somewhat troublesome to lay concrete in very cold weather because of the danger of freezing and cracking sometimes the materials are heated and after the concrete is in place straw or sand or sawdust is spread over it these will keep it warm for several hours and so give the concrete a chance to set sometimes a canvas house is built over the work when a concrete dam was to be built in the province of quebec and the mercury was twenty degrees below zero the contractors built a canvas house over one portion of the dam and set up iron stoves in it when this part was completed they took down the house and built it up again over another portion of the dam sometimes salt is used salt water is heavier than fresh water and will not freeze so easily therefore salt put into the water used in making the concrete will enable it to endure more cold without freezing but not more than one pound of salt to twelve gallons of water should be used concrete objects to being frozen before it is set but it is exceedingly accommodating about working under water it must of course be carried in some way through the water to its proper place without being washed away but this is easily done sometimes it is let down in great buckets closed at the top but with the hinged bottom that will open when the bucket strikes the rock or soil where the material is to be left sometimes it is poured down through a tube sometimes it is dropped in sacks made of cloth this cloth must be coarse so that enough of the concrete will ooze through it to unite the bag and its contents with what is below it and make a solid mass sometimes even paper bags have been successfully used 
the concrete made rather dry is poured into the bags and they are slid down a chute the paper soon becomes soft and breaks and lets the concrete out sometimes concrete blocks are molded on land and lowered by a derrick while a diver stands ready to see that they go into their proper places concrete is used for houses churches factories walls sidewalks steps foundations sewers chimneys piers cellar bottoms cisterns tunnels and even bridges in the country it is used for silos barn floors ice houses bins for vegetables box stalls for horses dog houses hen houses fence posts and drinking troughs it is of very great value in filling cavities in decaying trees all the decayed wood must be cut out and some long nails driven from within the cavity part way toward the outside so as to help hold the concrete then it is poured in and allowed to harden if the cavity is so large that there is danger of the trunks breaking an iron pipe may be set in to strengthen it if this is encased in concrete it will not rust a horizontal limb with a large cavity may be strengthened by bending a piece of piping and running one part of it into the limb and the other into the trunk then filling the whole cavity with concrete if the bark is trimmed in such a way as to slant in toward the cavity it will sometimes grow entirely over it concrete is also used for stucco work that is for plastering the outside of buildings if the building to be stuccoed is of brick or stone the only preparation needed is to clean it and wet it then put on the plaster between one and two inches thick a wooden house must first be covered with two thicknesses of roofing paper then by wire lathing the concrete will squeeze through the lathing and set stucco work is nothing new and if it is well done it is lasting concrete has been used for many purposes besides building and the number of purposes increases rapidly for blackboards refrigerator linings and railroad ties it has been found available and for poles or posts of all sizes it has already proved itself a success it has even been suggested as an excellent material for boats if reinforced and minute directions are given by one writer for making a concrete rowboat to do this the wooden boat to be copied is hung up just above the ground and clay built around it leaving a space between boat and clay as thick as the concrete boat is to be the wooden boat is covered with paper and greased then the concrete is poured into the space between the boat and the clay mold and when it hardens and the wooden boat is removed there is a boat of stone or so the directions declare but i think most people would prefer one of wood however it may be with the rowboats concrete is taking an important place in the construction of battleships a backing for armor being made of it instead of teak wood the arizona is built in this way concrete that is carelessly made is very poor stuff and dangerous to use for it is not at all reliable and may give out at any time but concrete that is made of the best materials and properly put together is an exceedingly valuable article End of chapter three